You're listening to Rewritten, and my name is Aisha Bo. I'm a writer, digital creator, and speaker. This podcast is where I'll tackle all things self-love. The most compelling stories are those of redemption. And despite how your world may seem in this moment, things can get better. So today, ask yourself, how can I flip my script? How can I rewrite my narrative? Let's dive in. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I'm so excited because this is my first full episode. And if you know me, you know I've been talking about having a podcast for a really long time now, and I'm just really happy to see it come to fruition. So for this first episode, I decided to kick things off with one of my favorite topics, and that's destination addiction. So destination addiction to me is something that I feel is extremely relatable, and it's something that a lot of us have experienced at some point in our lives, or it's something that we may be experiencing right now. And it's essentially the preoccupation with the idea that happiness is somewhere else, that it's in the next job, the next relationship, big milestone, and so on. For example, how many times have you told yourself, I'll be happy when... I'll be happy when I make this amount of money, or I'll be happy when I finally get into a committed relationship, or I'll be happy when I lose this weight. I know I'm not the only one who's been there, especially when it comes to money. The truth is, when we put our happiness on things outside of ourselves, it becomes fleeting. We're constantly yearning and searching for that next big thing to land in our lives, And to not only make it better, but to make us happy. And more often than not, when we do get this big thing, we still aren't satisfied. Or because we aren't mentally and spiritually prepared or aligned with that destination, we come from a place of lack and we want it so bad that we lose it. You can say you'll be happy once you finally get into a relationship, but Once you do, it may not be all you envision because perhaps you haven't taken the time to do the internal work. We get so fixated on simply being committed that we end up bringing our baggage, doubts, and insecurities along with us, ultimately making that destination not as sweet as we once imagined it to be. The best way to curb our destination addiction is to practice living and loving are here and now. I have a quote from Deepak Chopra that's saved in the notes section of my phone, and it reads, the most important time in your life is right now. The most important person in your life is the one you're looking at. The most important thing that you can do in your life is what you're doing right now. The best way to prepare for the future is to be totally present in your now. Just remember that now is the moment that never ends. Now is the moment that never ends. 
When I heard him say that, I really felt it because personally, I'm always caught up in the what if, when will, or someday that I simply forget to be present. Good things are to come, but how will you get there if you aren't focused on the path you're currently walking? So I'm sure at this point, it's all starting to make sense, but living and loving in the present can sometimes be easier said than done, trust me. (laughs) So the three things you can do to help be more present and find happiness in the here and now are turn hardships into lessons, lean into gratitude, and know that you have more control than you think. So for the first item, Whenever we're faced with a letdown or a setback, we automatically label it as a failure. We fixate on the loss instead of looking for the gain. So the next time you feel you've encountered a failure, before falling into a spiral of negativity, ask yourself, what lesson did I learn? What I felt was my biggest issue in 2019 was that I felt like I didn't have enough money or kept running into money issues as an entrepreneur. I had to literally force myself to examine all the partnerships and work I did in 2019 to see the money lesson in it all. When I did, I realized that in the future, I need to push back rates, keep a closer eye on contracts, enforce tighter deadlines, and say no more often. I had to experience that lack of money and frustration with not enough of it to better develop a business mindset to go into deals and collaborations a lot more wisely than I did in the first place. And I'm not going to say that this epiphany came overnight because it didn't. I spent a lot of time wallowing in self-doubt and anger because I'm human. (laughs) But looking back and learning to shift hardships into lessons has really paid off for me in the long run. The next point is leaning into gratitude, and that's all about praising your successes and the positivity in your life, big or small. A large part of destination addiction is being unhappy with our current set of circumstances, but that's mainly because we're only looking at the quote-unquote losses. You have to take time each and every single day to look at the things in your life that you're grateful for. Gratitude shouldn't only be reserved for major successes and come-ups because no one is hitting big wins every day, no matter what Instagram tells you. Did you wake up this morning? Did the sun finally shine bright after several days of rain? Do you have at least one person you know who loves and cares about you? Did something make you laugh recently? Pause and take in the small blessings that life has to offer either by writing them down each day or making a mental note. Through repetition, we can hardwire our brains to begin looking on the bright side when we actually practice doing so. Our brains are muscles, and when we train them to look at and seek out positivity, they'll begin doing that automatically. Now, the last thing to keep in mind when curbing destination addiction is that we have more control than we think. We hear from ourselves more than we hear from anyone else in our lives. What we think, what we believe, shapes our reality. If you tell yourself over and over how unhappy you are, you'll embody unhappiness. 
and you'll project it onto those around you through your words and actions. So I invite you to practice positive and affirming self-talk when faced with doubt. If you're someone who believes you won't be happy until you've found a new job, you may not be in control of who hires you and when, but you can control what you do till that time comes. Maybe it's finding a hobby so you have something to look forward to after work, or asking your boss to work on a new project to help bring something new to your day-to-day, or it's attending events to network with those who are in your field so that you can potentially have an in at the next company you're looking at. When we place our happiness on things outside of ourselves, we'll never be satisfied. You are capable of controlling your happiness. And on that note, before we go today, I want to leave you with five mantras to recite anytime you're feeling like you can't ground yourself in the present moment, anytime that you feel yourself looking towards the future instead of focusing on your here and now. I choose to release what does not serve me right now. I am grateful for this present moment and everything it offers me. By being present, I am creating, shaping, and influencing what happens next. My presence holds power. I am here. I am now. I am enough. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Rewritten. For more self-care tips, visit AishaBow.com or follow me on social media at AishaBow. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe rate it and leave a review. Until next time.